You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. No, 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 no one. No one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Bish. Show me the money. Let's, let's get it rolling. BetQL. Picking fatties. What is up? Welcome back. BetQL Picking Fatties podcast. Thanks for tuning in. It is... Happy Hour Monday, January 30th, 2023. January, almost in the books. It's Bish and Skippy Dippy Doo. Skippy Dippy Dippy. The Skippy, um, I wanted to tell you that my daughter, Ava, who's a sophomore at Virginia Tech, was getting on my nerves today because I saw an Amazon order for a Yeti that was $40 plus shipping. So call it 43 bucks, something like that. And I said, did someone just order... A Yeti? It's a 26-ounce Yeti. She goes, yeah, I need it because I, dr- I need to drink a lot of water, and I only have one Yeti, and it's only about 10 ounces. I said, well, sweetheart, we have 26 Yetis in the kitchen right now. Some of those you ordered. One's got her name on it from Virginia Tech. Another one's got her sorority on it. We got so many big ones. I said, what are you doing ordering another Yeti for 40 bucks?" She goes, I need it now. I said, I'll bring some down to you because I'm going down there next weekend for Super Bowl weekend. And I took a picture of all of them. She goes, they're all ugly. This is what I deal with. I said, you ordered some of them and you're calling them ugly. So I I canceled the order. Good for you. You saved 43 big dogs. Well, yeah, because you should see, I mean, the Amazon orders that come in every week. It's not just that one. It's not like one every six or seven days. It's one, one or two daily. Canceled the order, canceled the Yeti. She's getting zippy Yeti. Yeah, it's not just things. from her. It's the entire clan that hits Amazon. I know. Yeah. I didn't realize Yetis were so expensive. They're about 80 bucks a day, your family on Amazon. 80 how much, a day. How much, how, how much do you think Yeti is? Like a normal Yeti. Well, 40 seems like a bit much. Seems like it, yeah. But my wife said that a normal, I don't know, 12 ounce Yeti is 30 bucks. Well, it seems like seems like a lot. What's what's better, a Yeti or Kyle Shanahan's decision not to challenge the Devontae Smith catch? Or Joe Burrow's doo-doo performance. Because he played his offensive line. You know what's funny about that game? The, the Cincy game was if you really think about them in the playoffs. They really should have lost to the Ravens. Somehow, somehow they managed, and it, that's more of an indictment on Buffalo's front defensive front, because mm-hmm. Kansas City and Baltimore absolutely dominated them up front, that line. And we thought, oh, that line was going to come together. Awful. They couldn't have looked worse. Well, the Chiefs defensive line, uh, Clark, Frank Clark and uh, Jones, Chris they Jones, just dominated. Yeah. Chris Jones, they yeah. just dominated the Bengals' line. They really—they're just did. bigger and more athletic. They're bigger and more athletic than Buffalo's line. That's the problem. Like you said, you kept saying Von Miller being out just changes that D line for Buffalo, and you were right, yeah. it did. But the Bengals—you can say what you want. All right, they didn't look good yesterday, but they won fourteen games this year. They went fourteen and five. Oh, they'll be back. They'll be back again next year. They just. 
if they want to go to the next level, because last year in the Super Bowl he got sacked seven times, including to end right. the game. If they, oh, they want to address that, yeah. If they want to, if they want to, if they don't want to waste Joe Burrow and all these young receivers, because they are young at the skill position, and I mean young, where they have a few, they could have had a nice run. If they don't want to waste that, they need to address the their number one goal, because their defense is good. Maybe maybe add a couple pieces on defense, but you're num- you have to address the offensive line and you have to address it big time. Well, here's the problem, and you are correct. Here's the problem: they got to go through Kansas City every single year. They got to go through Baltimore every single year. They got to go through Buffalo every single year. Right, right. And then you add in some of those teams that are probably going to get better over time. Who knows about Miami or the Chargers, teams like that? Well, but, um, I think I think they just they. I mean, those are three gauntlets that you got to go through. And well, you, maybe like you said they, they should have lost a should have lost to Baltimore. Buffalo was on the road in a snowstorm and a blizzard, and they just outplayed them. And then obviously the Chiefs. And I thought that the Chiefs, <clears throat> in a lot of that game, just dominated the game. I mean, Burrow looked horrible for a lot of that game. Horrible. He looked out of sorts. I agree. Yeah, he did. But the offensive line didn't really give him many opportunities. He threw some nice balls. I mean, the fourth and six to Chase, yeah. that was unbelievable. That was just, you know, you just and the one up. And the touchdown to Higgins. The touchdown to Higgins was great. Uh, they couldn't run the ball. See, I thought I thought Mixon was going to be able to do some damage in that game, and he, he was a non-factor. The biggest part of the game that no one has discussed at all – and I knew, uh-huh. and I said it at the time to my wife. Mm-hmm. They did. They really botched the last minute and a half of the first half by calling all their timeouts, and then the two plays they ran on first and goal were absolute garbage to not even give uh-huh. yourself a real chance. Had they just scored a touchdown there, we might be having a different conversation today. I haven't heard one person bring up the awful play calling and the fact that the way they did those last few plays, they only, they needed to, first of all, they needed to leave themselves a timeout in three plays. Yeah. Or, or at well, least, that- or at least leave yourself three plays. And, and even on the two plays, when you're going to do that, you got to figure out, you got to have, if you're the Bengals or any NFL team, you got to have some plays for that. That's called situational football. Not what they did. The one, the, the one he threw, the, it, 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 he didn't even give the. It was just at the on the ground at the ground. It was just out of the end. You know, it was just crazy. They called oh. their they called their third timeout with uh, thirty five seconds left, something like that. Right. Yeah. And they and they were on, but they were on the twenty five. I mean, they still had to go. And then they they threw the long pass to. You know what they needed Higgins. to do. They needed to get to the line with the 32 seconds, even if you spike that with 21 seconds and leave yourself one timeout. Because they remember yeah. at the 23-yard line, that wasn't a super long play that they had to get it there. Even if they right. eat up, get it to by the time they throw the other play, okay, after they've spiked it, by the time you throw the other play, instead of that leaking down to what it did, you could have used your third time out there and left yourself, let's say 16 seconds instead of 10 or whatever they had. And instead of only having two plays, a, you call timeout. So you can go over to the sidelines and say, guys, this is huge. This is huge. 
let's take our time. And what, what, what package do we have for this? They, they just ran up. He threw the one ball out of the end zone on some jump ball, which was terrible. And the second one, he just threw it away. It's crazy. No, you're right. I mean, poor clock management play calling there, but they did tie the game. They went out and, t- and first possession of the third quarter, they tied it. And then the problem is their defense let Mahomes go right down the field on that next drive. 11 plays, 80 yards, touchdowns, 20 to 13. But of course, they come back again. They tie it. The problem was, and I want to get your t- your thoughts on this. Um, like you said, Burrow wasn't great. He was out of sorts. He threw that bad pick. What was that, late in the third or early fourth? I think that was early fourth. Um, they forced a punt, but then they got the ball back again, didn't do anything. And then they punt the ball to to Kansas City. And, of course, uh, I can't remember what player was returning their, their kicks, but he had a great run. Sky Moore. Sky Moore had that great run. And then on the third and four – the rollout. I thought it was a good call. I mean, a lot of people says it was a say they were flopping, but I, I, I thought it was a good call. You got to make that call out of bounds when he's like four or five yeah, yards. Yeah, I, I I hated the call because I think it's a pussy call. But he definitely didn't shove him as hard as he thinks. But they're going to make that call a hundred out of a hundred times, right? Unless it's me or you at the quarterback position because they're looking to protect, and you feel terrible because that guy had a fantastic game. But you just can't do that bonehead move. You just can't. You can't do that. But that's not, you know, like you said. I thought the interception when he threw it deep. I guess it was to Higgins again, and the one rookie tipped it to the other guy. Tipped it to the other guy. It was, was only. It was only third and three. Third and, and three. Why are you throwing it? If you yep. watched the play on the other time they did that, the safety he bit on that. Well, on that same route, he did not bite. If that guy doesn't bite, you know, as a pro quarterback and Burrow and those guys, the top tier, you got, that's your read. Like if he doesn't bite on that, you got to have a check down or you only need three yards for the first down. You just can't throw that up for when the guy didn't bite. He went, he was on the receiver's ass. He went with him and yeah. you, you poor decision, the, poor decision. And, and yeah. I thought his other interception was another poor decision. I that just felt, yeah. I felt like Burrows from, and I think, because if you think about it, his first You love to call him Burroughs, by the way. Yeah, Burroughs. You, you love to add plural Burroughs. Well, yeah. I do it to some people. I like to change people's names. What are you gonna do? I I think I think he was like you said, out of sorts, because his first eight or nine pass attempts, I think he got sacked four times. And yeah. I think I think that just fucked with him mentally for the rest of the game. And he I just I think it did. Yeah. He He's worried about getting hit because yeah, it was it wasn't just the the sacks, the hurries, if you add in the hurries, I think there oh. were 14 total yes. hurries yeah, or pressures, whatever. And so he, he was, on those, he was, on those dropbacks, he was including the sacks. He was like two for 11, including the sacks. Cause he didn't even get those off. So I guess you can't count them as pass attempts, but on those drops back, he completed two pass attempts between the pressures and the sacks. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like he was, he just didn't look Right. Even some of his throws, they weren't crisp. So I, I'm not I'm not sure. I think the mayor of Cincinnati should keep his pie hole shut. I can tell you that. He gave well, him he, Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, but I really think the fact that they couldn't run the ball at all Killed, hurt him. It really hurt them because they yeah. like they like that balance. I mean, Mixon usually you saw what Mixon did in the Buffalo game. 
if he is running well, that opens up everything just right over the middle. Yeah, like Chase and- Chase seemed like outside of a couple plays. I mean, I know he had seven for like 78, but the one was yep. probably 35. Like he just almost seemed like non-existent. Like he had a couple drives where he caught a couple, but he, they would go three and four drives and he you didn't hear his he name see it. at yeah. all. I think they did a good job, man. They did a good job just kind of containing him, probably doubling him over the top when they wanted to look for him deep. Mixing didn't do anything, but it was just the pressure. Those guys were just getting a ton of pressure on Burrow. And um, give it up to to Andy Reid and give it up to the defensive coordinator. They they called a great game, man. They really did. Yeah, and see, and then, that's and- how important that's how important that home field is. If, if you're Kansas, that's what I, was I know they say. lost last year. That's what I was going to say. I know they lost last year, but seriously, both one seeds advance. Home field maybe, advances. Maybe if you're Cincinnati, you need to take the beginning of the year, you know, and take that very, very seriously in the beginning of the year so that you don't put yourself where you've got four losses early in the year. And now you're praying and hoping Kansas City loses, even if you beat them, loses again. So the tiebreaker, whatever. And, you know, let's be honest, with with the absolute shenanigans of the AFC West this year and how poor Denver turned out to be and how poor the Raiders turned out to be and really how average the Chargers were, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't – you got to think that through next year if you're sensitive. We got to fix our offensive line issues, and we got to get home field where our fans can go crazy and we because that definitely makes a difference. It just does. Kansas City's so much more comfortable at home. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know how the cold affected Cincinnati. I mean, they they do play in a cold weather city. I mean it was but, dude, but that was but it when was you played eight it was eight degrees. Yeah. It felt like brutal. eight degrees. Yep. Well, dude, and it I was know, windy. It's, it's, it was windy. It's one degree outside today. It feels like ass. I hate it. How, how much were old. you outside today? Well, I had to shovel it. I shoveled yesterday, and then it kept snowing. They canceled everything. They first everyone was two hours late, but it's so cold. They canceled the world today here. I'll be honest. If I could leave here tomorrow, <laughs> and then say I'll see everyone in May, uh-huh. I would because I the cold is just we are well, really I, cold. This when year. I moved to Southern North Carolina, the Wilmington area, or I moved to Habersham in Beaufort, South Carolina, which is unbelievable yeah but you won't do that for years dude i might be long gone by then we don't Ooh, know years what are you talking about i'm, I'm talking about three years that's because, a long time a lot of stuff okay changed. well i gotta get my daughter through college well, no, well, if you get that just get there now and soon. i know i signed a four-year contract i gotta i gotta see this contract out make some money bank some money and then i can go buy whatever the fuck i want down there sell this house which i use about eight percent of and then get the fuck out what am i gonna do I'm not going to live in Ashburn. You think I'm going to live in Ashburn, Virginia, the rest of my life? No chance. No chance. Not in that. Not in that monster you call a house. I'm going. I'm going south. So um, anyway, you're more than welcome to come hang out. And I don't know. I'm not going to let you live there unless you're going to pay me crazy rent. But you can come visit for five hundred a month. Is worth it. I can't a believe my daughter's ordering. Well, here's the other thing: I won't be able to afford it if my daughter keeps ordering forty dollars Yetis daily. I got, I got to keep on top daily, of that. daily. All right, so that's the AFC Championship. That game was obviously much better than 
the NFC Championship. Now, here's let me just say this about that game, okay? I know what you're going to say. I'll let you rant. You can go off on Shanahan and Purdy and all that. But we saw history, okay? You'll never see this again in the, the rest of your life watching football. NFC Championship, you saw a fourth-string quarterback and actually saw a fifth-string quarterback because McCaffrey threw a pass. But let's just go with the four-stringer. The four-string quarterback gets knocked out of the game with a concussion. They revert back to the third-string quarterback who literally can't throw a ball. So for two and a half quarters, Philadelphia knew San Francisco wasn't going to throw the ball at all. That's the NFC Championship. That's the worst NFC Championship game you will ever see, and you'll never see that again where you see a fourth-string quarterback playing a conference championship. Now I leave the stage to you. No, I I didn't even watch most of the game because it was I knew that. Now I thought I believe, unlike a lot of people, even if Purdy plays and they're all healthy, I just think the Eagles win the game. I just okay. do. I don't right. know. If I, it, it wouldn't have been thirty-one-seven, but I, no, I no, might no, agree. No, no, no. But but I think they win the game. I think putting Purdy in the hole like they did could have been trouble anyway but it, but who knows it could have been a competitive game because it was seven to all with six minutes and 53 seconds in the second quarter right we'll we'll never know unfortunately I will say this I think that regardless of Purdy playing or not and I thought this before the game this is why I picked the Eagles even though people said no nah, I think the Niners are going to beat him and I picked the Eagles and, and would have laid the two and a half had I wagered it. And if you're wagering heavy and you listen to Skippy, then you're thankful. In fact, send me some fucking cash. How about that? But I split on my teasers, by the way, because I had the Niners and the Bengals that want that loss, but I had the under and the over. So I had the I under gave out and the two game. plays. Oh, yeah. Ready? I gave out yeah. Cincinnati plus eight and a half, take the total down from 48 and go over 42. Winner. winner take Philly minus two and a half and hammer it because I just felt the one, the reason I was saying that is I, and it, and it proved to be true yesterday. Both lines for Philly are better than both lines for the Niners. And that my friend is a fact because the offensive line for Philly was able to open holes. Now that doesn't have anything to do with Purdy getting hurt or anything else. They were able to open the holes early, even when Purdy wasn't. We haven't seen anyone open holes like that for a long time on the Niners, even early in the game. Like well, the just, first touchdown. Just, just to defend the Niners, they were, that's true, the first touchdown, but they were on the field. The defense was on the field for almost 40 minutes. No, 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 no. I, I, I understand that. But how do you defend the fact that not only could they not protect one quarterback, Mm-hmm. Shanahan's scheme had has one flaw in it, and it's a big flaw unless they fix this. His scheme on some of his plays will have a tight end who's not even a great blocking tight end, the other guy. That was a and, no, it's their backup tight end. Correct. But yeah. it, you you can't have a backing tight, a, bl- a blocking, a, a non-blocking tight end to begin with, who's average at best against a guy like Reddick ever. You can't even have a right. tight end on Reddick. No, no, and they his, botched that. Yeah, his, you're right. Well, they did it two or three times. And his schemes sometimes do that. And if it doesn't work out, then you see that 
you know, but again, I thought the, the defensive line for Philly was going to be a problem before the game, and I thought they were. And I thought mm-hmm. the offensive line for Philly is one of the most underrated in football. Now, we're going to see when they play Kansas City. But, yes, it was a horrible – it's so funny. You live – everyone was saying, oh, this is my favorite NFL weekend of the year. And and meant most years – now, last year was crazy. Was it last year or two years ago where every single playoff game was off the hook? Might have been last year. They were just all close. Bengals, yeah, Raiders were there. close. Yeah. Remember, yeah, Titans, Bengals was close. Titans, Chiefs was close. Buffalo, Kansas Niners, City was close. Niners, Niners, Cowboys, Niners, Rams, Niners, Packers. Niners, Cowboys, Niners, Packers. Yeah. This year, it was just not that some of them weren't close, because a few of them were obviously close, but there were more blowouts. And yesterday was the Dallas game. I mean, the, the Niner game was just over. Like as soon, by the way, when the play happened, I said to myself, because we didn't Which know play? who it to Purdy. Oh, yeah. When I saw the way they hit his arm, I said, that's the Josh Allen injury. Well, it, it looked like that, yeah. And and who knows how serious it is. Look, you were killing Purdy yesterday when we were talking on the phone during the game. You said, don't be a pussy, be a man, blah, blah. He literally couldn't throw the ball five yards. Right, he couldn't so feel there, it. Couldn't, couldn't feel, feel it. it. So there was obviously something seriously wrong. He had an MRI today. I haven't heard the result. But let's just say that was a torn UCL. That's Tommy John surgery. Right. Well, no, so, when he did when he when when you saw the play happen, people don't realize the torque, especially from an NFL quarterback, when they're dropping back, just the torque that that motion has. And then when right. someone is strong and powerful as like as a redick. Redick. Comes the opposite way on your arm. And you're done, Ski. You're it's done. over. Right. It was the worst. Now, you can blame Shanahan and the offensive coordinator, whatever. Well, it was bad for, luck. I mean, Shanahan's the OC, but yeah. blame the entire offensive staff for blocking Hassan but Reddick. it's just bad luck. 18 too. sacks right. with um, a, Ross Dwelly, who's a backup tight end. That was poor decision-making. That's poor schematics. Um, but – yeah, it's bad luck. I mean, think about how bad your luck is. Well, the timing of it. Yes. Devontae Smith has the one-hander. Great athletic move, drops it. Kyle Shanahan botches it, doesn't challenge it. So oh. you give them first down. It would have been your ball on your on your own 38. But they I'll score. say this. And then I'll on the say- next series, Purdy gets hurt. Game's over. I'll say this about Shanahan. I'm just saying. And I know he's his cash money during the regular season. But in the big games, in the big dogs, he has a nice lead in the Super Bowl, obviously against the Patriots years ago. He was the offensive coordinator. He's calling pass plays with Matt Ryan. Loser. Well, okay. He probably has learned since then. But okay. okay I'll give you that. He also has a 10-point lead where they're kind of, you're thinking, they might run away with a Super Bowl against Kansas City. They lose that one. Mm-hmm. Last year, Yes, I know Ward dropped the interception, but offensively they were anemic against the Rams and they had a chance to put the Rams away and they didn't. And in this game yesterday, I'm not even talking about the schematics. I will say this. When you have two challenges per half and it is an NFC championship game and it's that play, and it was a fourth down play. So if you win the challenge, not only do they not score the touchdown, you actually get the ball right there at almost the 40 yard line. Correct. You have to cha- if you even think there's a chance, you have to challenge that call. And and you see Devontae Smith get up after yes. he caught it and go giving a signal. Let's get to, let's huddle up quick. Huddle, yes. You know, 
Well, no, uh, what, I don't even think that signal was a huddle snap. No, no, that, it was a quick snap. Yeah. Yes, that that sign is a quick snap. When you see, I don't care what he was doing. He can grab his sack and run grabbing his sack. Any sign that's given by a player that gets up after making that catch, I'm like, that's dicey. Challenge flags going out. Just even if even if my guys say, dude, he caught it. Challenge flags going out anyway. I'll lose my challenge, but that's an enormous play. You can risk that timeout in the first half. Second of half, course. different story. First half, different. you can risk it. I would agree. Especially that was a on four, especially, he, got, he got out coached. The team got did. outplayed. Purdy hurt. Had no shot. Especially, I'll say this to all future wannabe coaches. When you're coaching in a game and the opposing team has a player that gets up, grabs his nuts, scratches his head, does whatever he does as a signal to the rest of his team to get on the line of scrimmage, throw your challenge flag at all times. That's straight from Skippy Dippy 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 Do the coach. That's the Skippy Dip. Well, um, before we get to the Super Bowl and the matchup, what? Um, let's just say Purdy does have a serious injury. Let's just say it is a torn UCL. He has to have a surgery on it. Now, maybe not. I don't know. I'm just saying that but would be brutal for that worst kid, case but... scenario. That means you've got. No Garoppolo, no Purdy, and you've got Trey Lance as your only healthy quarterback. What does Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch do? Do they go out and look for a Tom Brady trying to make a trade for Aaron Rodgers, or do they stick with Trey Lance, who they traded a bunch of picks for two years ago? Well, I think Trey Lance is never going to be that good because he runs too much, and in the NFL, he's going to get hurt again, and that's how that's going to go. Garoppolo has been injury prone since the moment he left the Patriots. He would be cut and traded as well. He's out. Um, yeah, I would have to look for I if I were the Niners, because their window to be that dominant, it's just too there's just no way they can keep everyone together because it just doesn't work that way in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And they've already burned three or four years of this and gotten to the Super Bowl once. And I don't know their contract situations. The window is very short. They've got some closing. key guys who are up. Greenlaw's a free agent. Correct. They've got key guys, and the window is closing. I I would probably – I mean, I don't know if I'd do Brady, though. I'd do Rodgers before. I mean, do Brady's going to be 47. The man, He's almost approaching 50. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's Skippy Dippy Dude playing for the Jets next year. I mean, what are we doing? I, I don't think that's – Rodgers, yes. If I was Rod, – Yeah, Rodgers the problem with Rodgers – problem with Rodgers is you got to trade for him. Well, the, no, the bigger problem with Rodgers is it's like dealing with not one woman, but three yeah. women, because that's what he is. He's but maybe Shanahan can deal with that for two years. Maybe. But I, you'd have to have a serious, because here's a guy in Rodgers that literally just got paid in full. He's sucking on whatever pipes he's sucking on and whatever weird gases go up his uh, in his mind and, and having weird ponytails, and he's a freak now. And after you pay him all the money, he's kind of, you know, I think I'm out. I mean, so you'd have to have that serious sit down with him if you're Shannon and say, look, dude, and I don't know how, how they can structure that with a guy like him. The problem, like I said, with Rogers would be if he would just show up, shut his mouth and go play, he'd be perfect for them. But the baggage that comes with him, uh, it's tough. It's tough. So I don't know what they do because there Although are no, he, there's nobody in the draft I'm going after if I'm Shanahan. But just think about Rodgers with McCaffrey, oh. Samuel, Kittle, oh. Ayuk. Sickness. Crazy. I mean, so many, so much better than anything you had at Green Bay. Automatic with a healthy Rodgers, even if they lose a few pieces, 
automatic NFC NFC championship with probably a Super Bowl appearance with Rodgers. Yeah, well, if Shanahan just says, fuck it, and I'm going to trade Trey Lance, and I don't know. The problem is they don't have any ones they can trade because they gave them all up for – Lance. No, but but the hey, the, the rumor is the Packers, they're just about they're ready to completely fold shop and they're gonna be starting over the Packers and they are gonna be doo-doo-licious for a few years. But I'm the apparently from an and there's some source out there that says they're ready to be done with Rodgers. Yeah. They're just tired of it. I saw that. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know how accurate that is. I think I would be if I was Green Bay because I'm really not getting where I want to get with Rodgers. I mean, there's all it's like it's like when you're that guy in high school and you're you're not terrible to look at, but you're not wonderful either. And somehow you land a just a wonderful piece, and she's just fantastic. But you have to deal with her after you get your wonderfulness. You have to deal with it constantly. That's how Rodgers is. All the wonderful stuff. That, I mean, he's a disaster to deal with mentally. I don't think he's very well liked in the locker room. And I think the Packers have, I just feel like they're going to move on. If I was the Niners or the Jets, which I kind of feel, and I don't know how much Rodgers wants to compete, go to the AFC, because then he's automatically playing Mahomes, Herbert, uh, Burrow, uh, Josh Allen. Uh, whoever else automatically, but he and Nathaniel Hackett are apparently literally like best friends. It's like me and you. It's like they're boys. I know. Yeah. You go to you're in the NFL. I'm a coach and you're a player. And I'm like, hey man, come, please come roll for me. So you you just Rock never you never know. I mean, so that's why. And if I would, and that immediately catapults the Jets too because they have talent on both sides of the ball. It, I just don't see him going to New York. I see him. Wanting to go back home, you know, he's from California. Went to Cal. I, I just don't see him going to New York, but I could be wrong. We'll see, right? Because uh, he'll tell Green Bay, "All right, I'll go to that team, but I'm not going to that team. You can try and trade me, but I'm not going there." Right. Of so, course. All right. Um, what's your thought? Your early squeaky leaner on the Super Bowl. The opening line was Kansas City. I think laying one, maybe one and a half, and then it flipped. All the money started flowing in on Philly. I think currently Philly is minus two, maybe two and a half. Um, I, I'll take. It, you know, you're giving Mahomes two more weeks to get healthy. Mm-hmm. Who? I like. I kind of like Philly. I just think Philly's defensive line will really, really cause some problems. They could, and with a high ankle sprain, we know that a high ankle sprain, it's a four to six weeks deal before you're 100%. We have no idea how much yesterday took a toll on him. Right. We know that he couldn't – I mean, he did that one, and he was There's able no to – There's no way speak. he feels great today. No, 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 no. He's feeling – I mean, they won't show you or whatever, but he's feeling like poopaloo. Um, it's hard to go against Reed and Mahomes, Mm -hmm. but I just feel like Philly is like that charm team. And I just, I'm not sure about the other injuries at receiver and defensive back for Kansas city. Do you know that Philadelphia yesterday started the city? Now this is crazy. When I tell you this, 
They started the same 20. Now they didn't obviously didn't play the whole year together, but they started the same 22 guys yesterday that they started the same 22 guys in week one. Think about what I just said. That just never happens in the NFL. The really? same, the same. Now I didn't now remember, of course they had, they missed. No, they had injuries in between. I get yeah. it. Right. But the same 22 guys that started in week one started in that NFC. Championship. So in other words, they didn't have anybody out for the year. They didn't have anybody out for the year. They didn't have any issues where people, you know, whatever else happens, this guy isn't performing this guy. Nope. We got to move him out. We got to make a switch. Same 22 guys in each position, same 22 guys in each position for the championship game. I I didn't realize that. that And that my friend is a big deal because in, as example, in Kansas city's case, they had two or three, which makes even more impressive what Mahomes did yesterday. They had two or three starting receivers that had issues. Right. And, they had their half their defensive backfield was out and it might still be out. So when you say you're leaning Philly, I can see Philly being tough. Like Casey's going to have to bring it to beat Philly. It's going to be a fun, really fun game to watch when you have your top two seeds, you know, the one seeds in both conferences, your current number is one and a half and 49 and a hook. To me, the biggest matchup, and it's not even close. Just if it's if you're asking me, there's they're playing the game today. The biggest matchup out of all the positions and everything else is the KC. How will the KC offensive line be able to hold up against a Philly defense that had, I think, five different guys have double digits? Something crazy had double digit sacks or something like that. it was it was a lot it was some crazy stat so well, how they had, is, they had 70 sacks as a team in the regular season and I'll tell you right now how many sacks they had um are you ready yeah Blankenship had I'm sorry I've got the I got the postseason numbers here hold on regular season ready all right Reddick who had a bomb year by the way, from Camden, New Jersey, went to Temple, so he's playing basically at home. Um, all right, so Hargrave had 11. Reddick had 16. Josh Sweat had 11. Brandon Graham had 11. All right, so that's four right there with double digits. Yeah, and I think I think that's the thing when I heard where they had five yeah. guys with double digits. Maybe it was four. They had four with double digits, yeah. Okay, that's a problem – for a team like Kansas City with a quarterback. So Andy Reid's going to have to do a masterful job and putting in a game plan because when you have one, two, three, four guys and probably a fifth and sixth that had close to double-digit sacks, um, with a quarterback that we know is not going to be 100% with a receiving core that is fairly depleted and we don't know, that could be a problem. That could be a problem. Yeah, it's going to be a fun game to watch. It's got to wait two weeks. All right. Um, Let's get out of here. Hold on real quick. I wanted to mention some college hoops for uh, for tonight because, you know, Monday night's obviously a light night on the card. But um, there are a few games that I'm looking at. Um, one is Howard, who is coached by Kenny Blakeney. Yep, from assistant, DeMatha High School. Assistant coach Rod Balanis, DeMatha High School as well. Rod Balanis was the assistant at Notre Dame for years under Mike Bray. Kenny Blakeney went to Duke and was bounced around a little bit now. He's the head coach at Howard. He's been there about four years. They're playing South Carolina State laying 10 and a half. 
And South Carolina State's the worst team in the MEAC. They haven't won a conference game. I think they're three and seventeen. Um, and Howard's been playing really, really well. I like Howard tonight. I'm going to parlay Howard with um, Oral Roberts, who's playing South Dakota. And Oral Roberts, the best best team in the Summit. South Dakota, not very good. And I'm Oral Roberts, ten and zero, ten and zero in the Summit against Poopalicious. Yep. Oral Roberts right now uh, is really rolling. Oral, Oral Roberts and Howard. Howard, and I and I like Colgate against Loyola Maryland. Maryland. So I don't, I'm not going to lay the points. I'm just going to money line parlay those three, and then I kind of like Syracuse plus the five and a half at the Dome against UVA tonight. Um, UVA is obviously a better team, but Syracuse is going to roll that zone on them. Virginia might be so good passing in the post and a back door. And I just, I like five and a half. I'm going to take Syracuse plus the five and a half. So I'm going to money line parlay Colgate, Howard oral, and I'm going to take Syracuse plus the five and a half. Texas plays Baylor tonight. Mm, that's a big one. The nine big o'clock one. tip. Yeah. But um, a lot of games tomorrow we can talk about. Uh, when are we, when are we back? Back on, back on Thursday. You want to do Thursday? All right. We'll do, a happy, we'll do a happy yeah. hour Thursday. We might do happy hour Thursday. We might do Saturday. We might do Friday. We don't know because we don't know our schedules. Well, and then there's no more football to talk about until next Right. Week. I mean, I'm not going to keep doing it unless they cut me a massive check. Yeah, they got to cut a big check. I mean, we've been doing I shows. mean, thousands and multi. I mean, just All right, so think month. about this. It's January 30th. We did our first pod on on June 7th. I know. It's been long. So hold on. Yeah. So all of June, I'm July, tired. September, October, November. So we're, we're working on eight eight months. Well, we're also working on 40 minutes today, which is unbelievable. Holy so. shit. Well, that's what we do. We break down games. Right. We're break because we're why? Because we're professionals. All right, DB, what's up? Uh, we are out. We'll see you on Thursday. Peace. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL Picking Fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating. And you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week. And we're giving out fatties. 